But welcome everybody to the new episode of Miracast, Wild Dreamer Productions' very own podcast, telling you everything that you need to hear about theatre, about drama, here on the Gold Coast in Australia, in Auckland, New Zealand, and everywhere else that we reach. But hello, and today I am George, and I'm joined by Barbara, Barbara Prestia. Hello. Hello, George. How are you going today, Barbara? I'm great. I'm great. That's that's really cool. But for some people who who might not know who you are, we some might do. You've been here quite a while, been around. I've been around. I've been around. <laughs> but but tell us, introduce yourself before us. Hello, everybody. I am Barbara Prestia. I'm a singer, songwriter, um, vocal coach here on the Gold Coast, Queensland, and I'm also one of the oldie members of the Mirror Production. Yeah, you. Again, one of um, we recently spoke to Helen. Yes. Um, again, someone else who has been there since almost what seems like the very start. Yeah. Um, your presence has always been around, helping guide almost that mirror journey. Um, but you mentioned you are the. I'm not sure if you mentioned you're the narrator. Oh no, I didn't. No, I am. I am the narrator in in the production, which for me is like the bridge, the bridge between the audience. And the action of the of the characters on stage, um, I do have a fellow narrator partner, and um, and yeah, we we're pretty much setting up each scene, um, creating an atmosphere, and then the the rest. Uh, the wonderful, talented actors and dancers will do. It is because you almost swoop in at times, sometimes when the curtain is down, mm-hmm. sometimes when it's not, to, to really guide and, and, and guide not only the story, but the, the audience on, as they're travelling through that story and, and then summing up almost the action in, in a way that not many others could, not only verbally, but it's not, because it's not just you, you talking, is it? It's not just you being a narrator yeah. as such you 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 have a different a different spin on it well yeah i mean we are we are universe and time so whether all knowing all knowing all loving part of the show um and we're basically i guess you know we we are living through each of of the uh, scenes with everybody um, but we're also remaining equanimous throughout. You know, we know what it's, it's all good. You know, the universe always has its way of working things out, as we know in life. Um, so I love, I love my character because I can, I kind of live and breathe that anyway. So it, it's really, I'm a bit typecast. <laughs> <laughs> of course, and you almost personify that, that embodiment yeah. in, in, in the way that you tell that story because it, it's mm. not just by you telling it as normal words is it it's 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 done in a kind of operatic style um, well actually no now we've changed that george oh wow yeah. so this was done something mm. that was done last year yeah last not year, this year. We, we we did use more of my classical singing voice um but you know after sort of going through the show and we have changed quite a bit of things throughout the show as you know um we sort of felt like some of the information was lost in in the event of me singing those you know very high notes and sometimes when you're singing quite high people don't actually understand what you're saying so i think it was really important for the narrators to be understood so yeah not so much of that now although my song that i wrote for the show will still be 
as in the show. So because yeah, um, um, a lot of a lot of art, a lot of performing is up to one's interpretation of that performance. Mm. But especially with a narrator, it is one of those. It is uh, a cornerstone through each of the the story. Yeah. Um, yeah. But tell us about this this title song that you've done. What is what is that you mentioned? So yeah, Mira, the song. Um, we did that also last year. Um, when I first met Artie, you know, meeting Artie was like coming home. Uh, I think, you know, for me, she, it was just like I'd known her all my life. You know, where has she been? <laughs> and so when she started explaining the show and, and Mira, I had no idea who, what, who Mirabai was. And of course I knew who Krishna was, but I didn't know who Mira was. And so then I just became fascinated by Mira. And when I'm fascinated, I get a bit obsessed. <laughs> As we all do. <laughs> yes. And um, I then was inspired to write a song about her. And I started writing. Uh, and, and it just sort of flowed. You know, when it flows, you sort of go, okay, yeah. This is not... I often say the songs I write are not really my songs. Because I feel like they're... I'm just a, a channel in which they're coming through so um and it was a bit like that for Mira you know I really feel Mira's energy is with us every step of the way and um you know the world needs this message more than ever and so the song is about Mira and how you know unbreakable she was and her love for Krishna and um, yeah, just it's just a, a lovely catchy tune, um, and we like catchy tunes. Of course, I can definitely endorse it. It is catchy. I know that me, my best friends, my family. One thing I know I got them saying for sure is they were walking. I go like, it was stuck in their head. I'm sorry. Sure. I, I sometimes apologise to people for that, but yeah, no, it's but a that, good, it's a good, that's a good thing. It's a good yeah. stuck in my head. Um, but this is this online now. Is it something that people yes, can listen to? Yes, people can. Um, if they Spotify or, you know, just on all the platforms, um, you'll have to just search Barbara Prestia and all of my tracks will come up and mirrors on there as well. So That's... if they want to hear the mirror track, just go Barbara Prestia on Spotify, Apple Music, all, all of them. And um, even YouTube, it'll come up. That's amazing because I know that outside of, of Mirror and Wild Dreamer, mm-hmm. you're obviously a professional singer as well with yeah. with that um, that mm-hmm. that line of life. But I I see it as well. Almost it it is. I was recently talking to Zara. Mm-hmm. I should mention. Yeah. And she was saying how outside of Mirror, she obviously does her dancing. Yeah. Um, she does violin. She um, just seems to be overflowing with all the different creative outlets that she has in her life. She was talking about her sister working on a, a different show yeah, at, this, at the same time. She's the lead time. in another show, yeah. Heath <laughs> being around as well. Yeah. Um, you guys yeah. just seem to always, always have something creative and, and beautiful yeah. going on. Um, but all over your Instagram we see a lot of, of singing and we know that mm. that is something that sits um, very special for you. But yeah. what is it that makes it sit? or have that special place in in your heart? What is it about Uh, singing? Well, you know, singing is amazing because, first of all, it's the only instrument where we can make words. So there's that, you know. I mean, piano can't make words. The violin can't make words. Although, be it someone who can play it so well, you'd almost think that they're speaking. Um, But we can actually make words. Um, 
so that that's pretty exciting as a as a singer uh but music in general for me and singing it's a therapy i i I look at what i do like like a doctor you know someone's having a bad day and they'll listen to me sing and i can change that for them that's pretty special um and i've been in places um uh, a few years ago I, i used to love doing what i called public rehearsals and um, I would just rock up somewhere and sing with a group of people and we'd often have people crying coming up you know literally having a really tough day and because they heard our voices they felt better Um, so I think for me it's like an act of service you know Um, my singing teacher once said to me you have a gift you need to share it and that's what I do it is because it's no point in having a passion or something no. that you're interested about if you can't showcase and 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 share that to others. Mm. The, the inside of Mira, but outside of Mira, like you, you work developing the team yeah. um, and developing their vocals, and you work with obviously people in your own line of life as well. Yeah. But I know that we've even seen that almost as a mesh last year because I know that yeah. you got to join us along a lot of the events that we got to attend especially at some of the schools yes that's where especially right. with some of the children you even got to do um, vocal workshops with them what yeah. does that kind of process look like when you're you're sitting down with someone to do vocal sessions for even like the first time yeah I love that I love that I love vocal work um, you know I believe that we're all born to sing other than if you have something wrong with your voice box. Um, You know, people often say, oh, I'm tone deaf. Well, that's actually very rare, to be honest. Um, And so for me, I I love to um, watch the joy in someone's face when they actually nail one note, even just one note that's in tune. it's so rewarding for them you know um and some of the students i do teach in my private studio have come to me with pitch problems and and that's something i love to work with too because there's nothing better than taking a child who hasn't connected the ear and the sound and then all of a sudden they're singing in tune it's so liberating for them well, I know that I, I, I definitely feel like I, I'm not tuned deaf and I can, I can hear the yeah. different tones. But I would definitely say that my pitch correction and the way that I sing is definitely no way near being um, <laughs> at a suitable level to be heard by other people. But um, keep singing, George. Just keep singing because it's good for the soul. Good for the soul. Well, I definitely do sing in the shower. That's I've good. heard that that is good for you and potentially lowers your blood pressure. But and definitely. Everyone sounds good in the shower. Everyone sounds good in the shower, um, <laughs> especially when it's good for the soul too. Um, Absolutely. But have you? How long have you been singing? Is it something that you can just remember doing mm. forever? Is it something well, that recently, lately came on? No, I, I've ever since I was a little girl, I wanted to sing. Um, but I did start piano lessons first. Uh, my parents gave me piano lessons, and I and I was doing those, and I was enjoying that, uh, and then. I don't know if you remember, but Kylie Minogue was big. <laughs> you might be day. a bit, you might be a bit young to remember that. I don't know, but um, Kylie Minogue was big, and I loved Kylie Minogue. And um, I remember she was just getting big, you know. And my parents turned to me, and they said, "Would you like to sing?" And it was just like the most amazing moment. At that time, they were basically asking, 
Do you want to be Kylie Minogue? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and of course, every girl did. <laughs> and, um, and I was just like, absolutely I do. Um, so I probably was about 14, which, you know, at, at first I thought was, it was too old. Um, but when I met my singing teacher, whom I still see, mind you, so she's known me since I was 14, since Zara's age. Wow. Um, and uh, I, I went to her and she said, no, 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 14 is, is the perfect age. So these days, kids are learning so young. And I do have young students myself, um, but what, I don't bog them down with the technical stuff at that age. You know, that age it's fun and we keep it light and we learn lots of repertoire. And as they get older, we'll, we'll work on, on more of the technical stuff. Um, and, you know, most of the time, if, if uh, they haven't mimicked too many people on radio, um, they don't have too many bad habits. <laughs> but, um, but singing, yes, yeah, since I was 14, I, I've been singing. Um, and, you know, I thought I'd be like Kylie Minogue, but then... I was exposed to the classical world of singing and that just was phenomenal for me. Um, I started working on repertoire from operas and, and art songs and um, different periods, you know, Baroque period, Romantic period, Classical period and uh, some beautiful music, beautiful music. Uh, and. And so I kind of went down that road uh, for a long time. I, I did a lot of my classical stuff, but I, I didn't struggle with that because of course here I was, you know, in my late teens, most of my peers were doing contemporary songs and, and I was doing, you know, Puccini and, and Bach and Handel. And so there was a little bit of, oh, you know, should I be doing more of that? Um, and then in my early 20s, um, I auditioned uh, for Dreamworld as a children's entertainer and I got the job there and then I had to do a rock and roll show. <laughs> <laughs> so that was quite a bit different from your classical it opera. It was, it was. I was always the most classical gumnut fairy uh, when I was doing the shows and of course you could hear that in my voice um, and sometimes that frustrated me. Uh, but having said that, my technique was always so strong and I could sing all day and perform all day and I'd never lose my voice. So I'm really blessed that I had that really classical foundation because even now the songs that I'm writing myself, um, I'm using that foundation and, 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 you know, exploring a few other genres. So I've even written some reggae-ish oh, wow. style songs. <laughs> so are you finding that it was more of a process of um, obviously going as a raw artist and, and doing your singing and having almost like different flings or different phases that you go through to, diff to get different experimentations Absolutely. or different different flavours or did mm. you find that it was more of a, a process that evolved where with every experience built on top mm. of the previous to come to where we are today to where you're now mm. taking that all into doing reggae and such. Do you find that it's more like different phases that is yeah. you're going through or is it all just one giant No, journey? I've done a whole lot of other things. So, um, you know, I did some film acting as well I was in some films um, both here on the Gold Coast and also in London I spent a couple of years in London working as a children's entertainer and an actress um, or actor should I say that's a politically correct uh, way of saying it uh, and and I mean look I've done all sorts of weird and wonderful auditions for crazy 
tanks where I, you know, I've got... Tell us your weirdest. Come on. <laughs> well, I, I think um, one of the funniest ones was when I my agent rang me and said, um, you've got an audition for um, a classical um, production in Brisbane. So I rock up and I, I go there and all these people are stretching and, and they're putting their point shoes on and... I ask about the class at uh, the, the singing audition and um, they say oh no this is a classical dance audition so my my agent <laughs> obviously had misread my information I am not a ballet dancer <laughs> unlike your daughter <laughs> unlike my daughter who is amazing uh, yeah but she doesn't get that from me <laughs> um, uh, you know and that that was a bit strange uh, but another one was uh, a, a a big water tank and I was supposed to be swimming in that tank and doing kind of um, uh, I guess like um, synchronized swimming good because a second I thought you were going to say opera and I was like no, I don't no, know how no. that's going to look no, no, it was all top secret I remember I had to sign these things and I couldn't say anything and and I auditioned for it and then I think it never came got off the ground you know there was a lot of things I've auditioned for that actually never came to any fruition <laughs> do you find that that is something that happens a lot in the industry still uh well yeah look i guess there's things you know people have ideas and then for whatever reason budgets and, and all of that they just put on the back burner or um they reinvent it and you know re-audition recast there is a lot of that that goes on um i haven't been in the film world for a long time now so um you know i yeah i'm not sure what what that world's like these days yeah and I guess with us with Wild Dreamer and Mirror is not something that we're kind of used to is we no. just we just have this in a huge team of, of mm -hmm. people around us and all working and contributing together to make it, it, what it is, so. well that's right you know Mirror the production Mirror and I'd done some other stage productions as well in my time um, musicals and things like that um, Mirror is like the most amazing production to be part of because I feel like we're all one we're all working for the same thing and in the past I haven't always felt that you know as much as people would like that to occur there is sometimes an element of egos getting in the way and um, unfortunately and, and you know we all have egos and <laughs> artists always you know have to keep that in check but um that was something I, I really shied away from because for me I love people I do what I do because I love people and I love to connect with people now that's whether I connect with them on stage through my music or in my day-to-day -day life I just want to connect with people so I just use whatever I've got at that time to connect and mirror is exactly about that so when Artie had explained the characters to me and the show I was like yeah, this is this is it this is the show I've been waiting to do all my life so it was pretty exciting because yeah, it's not only about creating that connection between the characters between mirror and Krishna and the audience but also about the connection of all the characters on stage mm -hmm. of the connection between the cast and the crew yeah. and everyone that, that brought it to life it was that entire community collaboration of everybody that, that came together that absolutely required us to almost unite to, to bring it to life and it, it couldn't have happened um, without 
us all uniting. And, and that was a really magical thing last year to, you know, to have so many on stage together. Um, it was, yeah, I've not experienced anything like it. And now with Auckland and um, really looking forward to meeting all the crew there. I mean, they sound like they're all bonding beautifully and um, we feel a little disconnected <laughs> over here. But I try and send them little messages on the WhatsApp and, and you know, um, they'll be able to listen to me now and I've been listening to a few of them so it's nice to get to know them via the podcasts um, so the podcasts aren't just good for the wider community they're good for, for for us as well to get to know cast members in another country <laughs> of course because it is it's like Mira is the the vehicle that, that drives connection with us all and it is driving us now towards Auckland and yeah. these this new set of connections and, exactly and it is it is a little bit tough at times being a little bit separated but mm. that's that's what this is all about it is bringing people no matter the no matter the background race or culture but also the distance um, together and closer um, but you're absolutely right I am also so excited for Auckland this year have you ever been to Auckland before no I haven't actually I've been to Wellington but I've not been to Auckland so I'm really looking forward to going to see Auckland I've heard it's beautiful and it's a bit like Sydney that's what I've been told I've heard I've heard I've heard not as hectic which is, mm, is well, great good, so yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll be able to fully take in yeah. the city and all its beauty yeah. um, but have you heard much of the team or have you been have you met any of the team obviously Not, we've heard there's a, a bit of a whatsapp so everyone can chat yes, but yes. is the closest that we've got through these types of videos and stuff yeah so the, I mean I, I heard Mar Marianne yeah. Marianne's um, uh, podcast and it was lovely to hear her and, and you know her background and um, Rishab, 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 yeah. Um, it was lovely to, to get to know him. Um, obviously, I know Helen really well. Of course. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, I, I look forward to hearing hearing you know uh, the others as you as you get a chance to catch up with them. And and um, by the time I get to Auckland, I will know them all very well. <laughs> of course, we'll definitely be catching up with more of them. So definitely stay tuned. I to will. Hear all of them. I will. They recently actually just had their costume rehearsal and launch event in I Auckland. I know, I wish I was there. I know, a lot of the photos looked amazing. You can actually catch all our photos on our Facebook, but they all looked phenomenal yeah. and the team over there has just been flat out lately. Yeah, they've so been working hard. Yeah. I know it's been very hard to, to catch them um, at any point, um, but you are someone that has, as we talked about, been here from the very start. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, since it was almost in its planning, since the initial rehearsals. Well, I actually met Artie um, through a mutual friend, and um, she'd only just booked Hotter. Well, so, so by this point, Mira <laughs> had only just been conceived. That's right. Because she had only just she'd, she'd booked and decided then. That's then, it. So. That's pretty much it. So we had a we had a cuppa and. Um, I met with her and uh, she said she'd booked, she'd booked hotter and I said okay I guess this is happening <laughs> and you know I've got to say I've never worked with a producer or director who's actually booked the venue before everything before else. having a team the set a script <laughs> I know I, I, I must admit I did go home to my husband and he's like what are you thinking? <laughs> what have you signed up to? Uh, well, I don't do much thinking, you know. I just follow my heart. So, you know, that that's pretty much me in a nutshell. I just go, yeah, this feels right. 
and that's the best guide that we have absolutely sometimes. absolutely um, but from everything from that initial conversation with RT to all of our school visits to everything yeah. from being involved with the mirror flash mob last year oh that was good um, is there a moment that sticks out in your head as just your mm. absolute favourite oh, you know what yes it was that last scene at Hotter when we all were on the stage together and everyone was clapping and we had the standing ovations and I looked over at Arati and I was just so proud of her. I mean, she, I don't think I could even explain how hard she worked. No one really even knows how hard that that woman works. I mean, you know. No, <laughs> um, I'm there alongside every day. Exactly. So. But, you know... To have a vision and then to all kind of um, feel the vision, see the vision with her and then to actually do it and be there all together, united. It was a pretty magical moment. Yeah, I was quite emotional actually in that moment at the end. I bet. And, and something that we recently got to speak about with Zara was how special that moment must have been for you to also be on stage with yeah. other people in your family as well and how special that must have been yeah that is amazing you know just to have well I mean my children I've always wanted them to have arts in their life um, because I believe that all children doesn't matter their um, socio-economic uh, standing should have art some sort of art in their life and you know my children are very blessed because they had that from before they were born really I mean I was performing while I was pregnant to all my children so um, to have them share in that experience yeah it was pretty pretty amazing and you know for Arti to to um, provide the space for that to happen for me was beautiful too it was a lovely gift that she gave me to have my son and my daughter one of my daughters in the show with me my other daughter didn't um, want to audition actually she because she was nervous about the dancing but she too is very talented you know she's she's the lead this year in her school musical wow. Aladdin she's playing Aladdin so you know she's not short of talent herself everyone's <laughs> off in their own path <laughs> yes. um, but we I, I was recently we saw some photos mm -hmm. um, of, of you and Zara uh, what looked like a, a makeup rehearsal here on the Gold Coast. Yeah. In what looked like one of the most stunning locations on the water, um, just with everyone collaborating together, putting um, makeup on. Um, so, what was that day like? How did how did that look? It just looked stunning. Um, was that the mirror day? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was great. That was our photo shoot. So we were we were um, all uh, getting glammed up at um, Artie's place and then had to go on to a studio for the photo shoot. Um, it's so much fun, you know, it's, it's so much fun to, uh, yeah, get, get our makeup done and, um, you know, uh, just be able to share that with, with my family as well, you know. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's quite nice. You know, no matter what they decide to do, I've always said, I, I'm not forcing them to be artists professionally you know but they're experiencing things that maybe other kids haven't experienced you know and, and it's all about experience with children isn't it um, and and I think 
whether they become professional artists or not, they'll always appreciate the arts. Of course, and I think that's something that we try to do with everyone involved with Wild Dreamer, yeah. is to take these and just starting out as an idea and giving everyone around us the opportunity to be involved in that. Like yeah. last year at the start, not only did we never imagine or, or be so mind blown that Mira was even going to happen, yeah. to then halfway through the year, half the cast being involved in a flash mob almost just seems unfathomable. Yeah. And it is now we've got teams working together to do community initiatives and give exactly. back to the community. So exactly. I, I do think anything is, is possible and, and especially with the power of the arts behind you, it can just yeah. drive you forward to, to push limits that you never knew. Well, that's existed. right. My, my only thing would be for the arts is that I'd love to see um, artists actually, like myself um, and, and many others, being validated with the correct income that we deserve you know um the way sport is um so i guess you know that drives me and, and i know arty as well to to put arts on the map so that artists don't have to do another job yeah. <laughs> to to create the art that you come to see you know um it art is important and well, I, I must admit, if someone is a professional athlete and they have to do their training all the time, mm -hmm. they're always going to practice. Mm -hmm. They have to work well with their managers, with the other people on their teams if yeah. they have one. They have to take care of their body, take care of their health. There's yeah. a lot that goes into being an athlete exactly. and to then perform um, in front of everybody, which That's just right. sounds the exact same as someone in the theatre. Absolutely. You, you have to go through all your theatres, you have to treat your body right. Um, or your rehearsal, sorry, treat your body right. You have to work well with all the other cast. Exactly. And to then get on that stage in front of everyone. So it's... we need corporates. Corporates to see artists the way they see sports people. Maybe. I don't know. I, I agree. Yeah. There's, 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 we saw last year when the whole theatre was absolutely full, jam-packed, mm -hmm. to, to see that one night of mirror. So exactly. I do absolutely believe that there is that demand behind the theatre. It. It's just can only be a matter of time now. I hope so. Corporates I, and notice that. I do hope so because we lose a lot of artists here on the Gold Coast in particular to overseas, you know, because they get work, you know, and I mean, I was like that. I went to London and I was in London for three days and then I got a job in a theme park, you know, and I was working the whole time I was in London. Um, I worked in the theme park and then I worked as a freelance children's entertainer and there was always something to do there you know um, so I would like to see that more happening on the Gold Coast in Australia wherever across across the world you know I think if if corporate corporates can can see arts like they see sport and um, and then you know support artists in their training and all sorts of things um, that would be great of course, and of course, we always have our, our sponsorship page open on our website. If yes. there are any corporates, corporates out there wanting to get involved with us, but I know that that is a, a very special part of, of Wild Dreamer's purpose yeah. going forward is to create down those break down those boundaries, not even between the people in the community, but between theatre and business and those um, those more more established relationships yeah. that, that might exist. Um, but I know that I will be so I am so looking forward. 
to seeing you on stage. I'm so looking forward Coming to up this being on stage. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And tonight we've been working with Chumkor on our narrations and, um, you know, really digging deep and, and making sure that they um, are exactly what they need to be so that we can tell this story in its integrity. What it, um, can you tell everyone what it is you're working on at the moment, like with in, in regards to the show? Is there a key piece or, um, or something that you're just niggling you? On, well, actually, the last, the last narration I really want to work with because basically I say the last thing um, in the show. Final show. I know. So, you know, pressure's on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I really want to dig deep into that because I think there's a lot there and, you know, it's only a few lines, but they can be so powerful and uh, I, I want the audience to basically be uplifted and, and pretty much... Um, have absorbed everything from, from the show. Leave with that final impression. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then tell all their friends and, <laughs> you know, hopefully we'll tour the world and um, and spread love wherever we go. Of course. Well, if you want to experience that very last impression told by Barbara herself, you can join us at ASB Waterfront Theatre this May and June. We have tickets on sale now as part of an early bird special. You can save $20 on every ticket. So definitely book your tickets now. Follow our journey. You'll be seeing pictures and videos of Barbara and the entire team and seeing what they're up to. Um, but Barbara, thank you very so much. Oh, for thank your you, time George. Tonight. I always love chatting with you. Oh, and I, you. <laughs> thank you so much for sharing your journey and My what pleasure. you've been up to. My pleasure. Thanks. Bye. Bye.